And now your host. Hello, and welcome to Cindy's Celebrity Corner. I am your host, Cindy Gross. And I am so excited that we have such a special show to start off the summer this Memorial Day weekend. Still bold and beautiful. So welcome into my corner. Yes, still bold and beautiful. We all are. We've survived a year and a half of the worst kind of situations that we've ever experienced that we never thought we could ever live through. Illness and death, being shut down in our homes, no school, no businesses, wondering what is going to be going on. It was scary. It was depressing. It also made us reevaluate our relationships with people, our priorities, how we spend our time. And it made us think, what is the future going to bring to us? So the future is starting. Places are opening. Masks are off in most situations. And people are smiling again. That is why I wanted to make this episode so entertaining. I am bringing to you stars from the number one show from around the world. Yes, believe it or not, The Bold and the Beautiful is considered the number one show around the world. Fan base is huge in Italy and Greece, in the Middle East, and in areas in the Far East as well. I know you don't want to really hear from me today. So I am welcoming you to summer and welcoming you to being bold and beautiful. Selling a home can be expensive and stressful. Remax IQ has created a smarter home selling experience. Our successful real estate agents in New York will sell your home for as little as 2% commission and get you top dollar, stress-free and fast. Just ask Joseph M. from Brooklyn. Remax IQ made it easy. No for sale sign. I had offers in days. I saved $10,000 in commission and I was in contract fast. If you're thinking of selling, Remax IQ has created a smarter home selling experience. Our successful real estate agents in New York will sell your home for as little as 2% commission and get you top dollar, stress-free, and fast. To learn more, call 800-800-1372. That's 800-800-1372. We're not a discount broker. We're Remax IQ. Speak with a top agent today. 800-800-1372. That's 800-800-1372. Or visit RemaxIQ.com. Terms and conditions apply. Visit www.remaxiq.com slash disclaimer. Are you looking to update your home? Are you looking for new art? If you're like me, you took advantage of being home during COVID and remodeling and updating the looks on the walls in your home. I am telling you, don't look further. Go to Katya Levanovich's website and find many examples of her award-winning designs that are featured in many of today's homes. Welcome back to our very special episode of Still Bold and Beautiful. Welcome to summer with three of the most popular stars of the show uh, who really have affected the lives of so many of us for so many years, entertaining us, 
giving us storylines that we look forward to watching day after day. And uh, we're going to go in alphabetical order introducing them. Kimberlyn Brown, the famous Sheila, probably, I would say, the most hated because she's such a good villain person on television, but yet one of the best actresses, Emmy-nominated, award-winning. Kimberlyn, welcome to Cindy's Celebrity Corner. Tell us a little bit about what's going on, because there's been a little bit of news in the, lately about possibly returning. Well, well, first off, Cindy, thanks for having me. Um, I'm, I'm excited to be a part of this wonderful uh, forum that we've got going on with, with Tracy and Allie. It's great to see you ladies again, and you, you as well, Cindy. Um, you know, you never know. I, I just, I never say never. You never know when that phone's going to ring. I, I was recently at CBS filming a behind the scenes uh, special for Australia. And I started posting photographs of, of that, that uh, session and my fans just started going crazy. Does that mean I'm going back to the show? No, it, it doesn't. But it, it sure was nice to get out there again and, and have my fans in Australia so excited to, to have me back. So, so that was nice. What about the Young and the Restless? Because Sheila Carter actually crosses over. Does that mean you might go back there? You know, that that's the blessing I have from being on both shows. Um, you know, it's just a matter of, of who, who picks up that phone and makes that call. But in, in the meantime, I'm, I've been incredibly busy. Um, let's Tell see, I was some a of the things. I mean, yeah, yeah. You've had some great experiences. I really have. I've been very blessed that way. Uh, a lot of people, you know, they only know me as, as the actress, but what they don't know is I'm also a business owner and a farmer. I farm avocados and I was recently appointed by the USDA to the Haas Avocado Board here in the United States. Thank you very much. I'm speaking for our small farmers here in California and, uh, hopefully going to make a big difference there. And then um, a couple of different business ventures outside of my, my boating and marina business that I've been working on. My, uh, my friend brought me into an apparel company called Humankind, and we're going to be launching that this month, actually. So very excited about that. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll have to come back on the show. Some personal Yes. Definitely, definitely. Once it gets up and, and launched, I'll have to come back on and, and share some things with you. And um, one more, one, yeah, one more, one more great venture. Uh, there's a company called Lavinia Capital, and they've asked me to come on um, as a, a facilities expert because of my design background. So very busy, very busy right now. Oh, it not, did not stop you. No, it did not, did not. And I've been working on developing a um, a sitcom. And it's coming along beautifully. Uh, Jonathan Banks has actually agreed to, to star in it with me. So I'm, I couldn't be happier. We've got some great uh, upcoming actors uh, that, that are going to be in that as well. And that's going to film in Bemidji, Minnesota. And it has to do with everything outdoors, fishing, oh, wow. hunting, boating, biking, you, you name it. It's, it's, it's going to be a fun show, fun show. And a dear friend of mine, Fred Fox Jr., who was actually a, a, a writer, you know, on Laverne and Shirley those days and, and happy days, has agreed to write my script. So I've That's got some great. things going on. So yeah. speaking of scripts and working on a new project, we have Tracy Melcher here, who was Kristen Welcome to our show. Thank tell you us, so and much. tell us a little bit about the documentary. 
Yeah, so I guess what I've been up to mostly is working on this documentary. And I remember when I started it, a girlfriend of mine had done a documentary and I asked her, how long did it take you? And she said, three years. I'm like, that's ridiculous. I'll have mine done in a year. It's three years now. (laughs) Um, I've been humbled. It is not easy, but I am tackling a very hot issue and that is law enforcement. So a lot of people maybe don't know, but I am married to a police officer. Um, He's... A veteran police officer he has been for 31 years we've been married for 22 years and you know everything going on with the community divide with law enforcement i just felt very led and called upon to use my background in the entertainment industry and my ability to um you know tell story and convey emotions and all of those things and i'm, I'm doing a real unique take on it it's not your typical documentary we're not just interviewing police officers about how hard the job is or, you know, throwing statistics at people because I don't think that works. Um, I'm using more of like tackling point of views and perceptions and um, using sort of a blend of scripted with the documentary style, sort of like um, Social Dilemma did something like that. I don't know if you guys saw that, but it's, it's a real unique take on documentaries. So I'm excited about it. It's coming together. And last but definitely definitely not least probably one of the best comedic actresses on that show and everybody wants and misses the pam recipes of course Allie mills lemon bars <laughs> i'm a huge Thank avocado you. eater pam oh. i've been living on avocados all throughout covid i i love them so bless your they're heart good you for you Allie. they're really good for I you know they i are. actually was eating eggs and avocado <laughs> before we started <laughs> I was going to make crazy. I think it's awesome that you're doing that documentary and thank you. Incredibly difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like I'm sticking my hand in the middle of a dog fight. I'm a little scared about it, but um, you know, something's got to be done. Tell us what you've been doing, Allie, because you've been off a little bit. We know that you had a terrible loss, but you are very much missed. And tell us what you've been doing during your time off. Well, I mean, I have to be honest, uh, I, I've never been on the grief train before. So I, I lost my husband last February. And I, I honestly have been sitting in my very beautiful garden, uh, just putting all the pieces of life together. You know, really, I miss him terribly. And it's a very, very different experience to be in the world without him. So it's, I've been blessed to have a lot of friends and family. My family all live within skateboard distance, which is amazing. Nine grandchildren. I did a couple of things. Um, I didn't think I could, but they asked me to do Truman Capote's Christmas memory at Christmas. And I thought, you know, I can do it. It's such a beautiful story. It's, it's one of the most beautiful stories ever written. And this character is a very strange, weird Southern woman with cropped hair, looks like a man, and, and raised Truman when he was a little boy abandoned by his parents. And they have Christmas together every year. And it's the most exciting thing for both of them. She's... They used to call her in the bad days, whenever Truman wrote it, I think it was the 30s or 40s, you know, that she was retarded. He said she was the most genius, brilliant woman he ever knew. So playing her was a, an amazing experience. I just loved it. And um, and then, you know, call me crazy. I told Kimberlyn this because she ran for Congress. I, I, like her, I just couldn't take what was kind of happening around here in Venice anymore. And so it's, it's kind of like Tracy making the documentary. I, a friend of mine 
really, really pushed me to run for Venice Neighborhood Council, and um, I'm doing it. So I'm, I just, that's what I've been doing all the past couple of weeks campaigning. As Kimberly knows, I'm so tired. I mean, I just literally, I'm going door to door, talking that's to people, telling um, how I feel. You want signatures to get on the ballot, right? Um, yes, I'm getting people registered to vote, a lot of people, but also people are amazingly ignorant of what's happening. Not, they see homeless people, but they think it's not affecting them because it hasn't yet come to their block of, you know, what's happening in Venice. Um, and I've been losing sleep for about four years, kind of like Tracy with her documentary, trying to find solutions that are humane and create a quality of life for everybody, you know, and it's, and they're very tough solutions, but I'm, I'm really into it. And then by the way, Right when this ends, I'm off. I'm going to go do a movie in San Francisco on June 12th. So I, I'm back on my feet a little bit. By the way, I, I'm going to I play also, somebody whose son committed suicide. So it won't be easy, but I'm doing it. That's great. I also ran for Congress, so I do know what it's like to go door to door like you. Did in, you? Yes, I did. In what district? Where? In New York, on Long Island. Wow. But it, and Good it for you. quite an experience. So I, you, know, you know what a lot of people don't understand, Cindy, about Venice Beach, where where you're where you're at. You know, Venice Beach next to Disneyland is one of the number one attractions in the entire state of California. And it yeah, it has it has the worst homeless situation now in in the entire state. Next, well, next to San I Francisco. Think one of the, I just it, saw someone do a news story on it. In fact, it's so bad, but unfortunately, it's not exposed enough because there's so much going on there's on you know we know what happened hey Allie you can talk to my husband if you want about all that because he's very involved with the homeless um, along the Santa Ana River Trail and all of that and he does a lot of love to so So maybe when we finish give me your phone number Tracy okay so let's get back a little bit to bold and beautiful and I know that I think that Kimberlyn and Allie work together I don't know how much uh, I work with Tracy with too. You mm-hmm. did work with Tracy, and everybody asked yeah. me how, where do I fit in. So I'm thinking, well, I'm Jewish, and I have this New York accent. I could probably somehow fit in if I'm a long lost cousin, maybe to uh, Rena Sofer at this point, or I don't know. But uh, so tell mm-hmm. us, how, what was your experiences? You did work together, um, an overlap. Tell us where you are with it now. Uh, are you in touch with people from the show? Uh, do people still talk to you about your, I mean, probably Allie, I assume eventually you're going to go back because she's mentioned so much. Those lemon bars are mentioned so much. I'm actually going back. I just uh, found out last night I'm going back in June because um, uh-huh. maybe I shouldn't say who's, someone's getting married. I don't, I don't know where, who knows what in the audience anymore, so but someone's getting married. So mm-hmm. I guess I'm going to be cooking again, but I hear there's going to be shenanigans too, which is shocking. Yeah, right now, Cause I'm watching it. So tell <laughs> us who else do you keep in Tracy? I think you've been gone the, the longest from the show. Probably. I some, yeah. And I think some of your kids are on the show. So there's always a chance you could come back. Tell us who you keep in touch with. Yeah, I do hear it get mentioned every now and again as well with Zenday back and, um, I, that's what I come back for, usually weddings and funerals once in a while. So if he gets, you know, any that happens, hopefully he will see me back. But um, wh- wait, I'm, who do I keep in touch with? Oh, mostly I would say Kimberlyn, 
Um, Catherine Kelly Lang, we have a horse um, thing in common that um, we bonded over. And so I um, keep in touch with her a bit. And then Windsor Harmon as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. How's Windsor? He's doing okay. I love Windsor. I have his car. I bought his car when he left the show. Because you can get 18 people into it. You bought Windsor's car. car. Kelly Kelly brought one one of my horses. We're all connected. (laughs) That's so nice that you all keep in touch. And what about you, Kimberlyn? I just want to ride one of her horses. Okay. (laughs) We've been talking about that. You know, I had a really unfortunate accident last year, and I was on a job site, and the young man holding my ladder let go. So uh, I literally shattered my heel and was was bedridden for four months and wheelchair bound. And I'm, I'm just now starting to get up and about. So I can't wait to come and ride. I miss it and that and fishing and golf and I'll be a happy girl. That's great. That's great. I know we both keep in touch with Sean Kanan. I don't know if any of the others yeah. do. He's doing, yeah, yeah. He, he sends his regards to everybody. Um, Fabulous. Also, also I, I went down to New Orleans with a group. And so we have stayed in touch. And thanks to Jennifer Garris, who is, I guess I can say it on the air, a party animal. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she loves to just get everybody together and have parties. And she constantly has properties on Malibu that we can all go to, which is so much fun. And last time we were there, we all spent the night. So it was Catherine and her husband, and Jennifer, and Casey, and Ashley, and it's the same group that went down to New Orleans, because two wonderful fans down there invited us for, I don't know, seemed like forever, but it was one of the funnest things I've ever done. It was for Catherine's Cancer Foundation. So fabulous. It was a great excuse to eat Creole food and drink a bit. (laughs) What else do you do, right? Have Have a real hurricane and enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> when we started the promotions, I did get a lot of requests. People want to know: Do you keep in touch with your uh, co-stars from the Wonder Years? Oh, I do. Um, Fred's mom, who's my age, is one of my best friends, and uh, so I love her. And I keep in touch with the kids. You know, sort of less because Jason's in Nashville and Olivia is always all, all over the place, and I see Dan Loria all the time. Um, and Josh Saviano is a, a very good friend. The guy that played Paul mm-hmm. is actually brilliant. He's a lawyer and brilliant and incredibly handsome. Um, he's in New York, but every time I go to New York, I see him. So I, I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're doing a new wonder years. Yes. yes. What about you know Danica? That? Yeah. What about Danica? Cause we all see I don't see Danica as much, but um, I, I, I went and saw her cause she was right next to us on another stage doing Dancing with the Stars. Oh. So I was there opening night when she did Dancing with the Stars. Oh. <laughs> Something I would you? never do. do I would. <laughs> Are any of you in, uh, in, like, I know the soap world is, a, you know, it used to be a much bigger, they, there was a time there were like 13 shows and now it's down to four. Uh, and now there's rumors that they're going to start to expand them again and, and maybe bring back or reboot some of the shows. At least that's what we've been hearing. Have you heard anything like that? No. I have. I have. No. 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 I actually well, they talk about all my children, especially. They keep talking about maybe rebooting. 
They're so expensive. I mean, they're prohibitive. You know, you can't be opposite Ellen in the daytime. You know, it used to be soap operas filled the whole daytime. But now you're opposite a, a talk show where they pay guests $250. And our, you know, our sets are so expensive and beautiful. And we have gigantic crew and cast. So I can't believe, I think they're all going to, I think I, we thought it was the opposite, that they would all start to atrophy. Well, oh, Ellen's not coming screen, back, so there's room. <laughs> the talk shows have gone down in ratings so much, and because of the yeah. streaming and the popularity of dramas, I think that's where that was coming from, and the reality shows are also so. going down. So let's start with Tracy. We're going to go around. What was your all-time favorite storyline on Bold and Beautiful? I think it was when... I was engaged to get married and we found out that Tony had AIDS and I thought that the, you know, and the family trying to, you know, interfere with that, but their love being so strong that they, you know, that she's Kristen still wanted to marry him regardless, you know, in sickness and in health. And I thought that was a beautiful love story. And our wedding was fantastic. And, um, you know, and then adopting Sunday, of course, was, was awesome too, but it's just all that conflict you know, Kristen's kind of a, you know, these two, I mean, she's funny, she's evil, it's fun. Kristen, you get a cavity, you know, it was like just super sweet and like, you know, just so to have that little bit of, um, you know, conflict in my character was was exciting and um, probably my favorite part. And Kimberlyn? Well, you know, for me, it's, it's more than just one. Uh, Sheila has has had the opportunity to seduce so, so many great storylines. I mean, if you're, if you're talking about working with Susan Flannery and Ken Haynes and, you know, of course, Ali and, and uh, most recently, yeah, I, I mean, John McCook, I adore, I adore John McCook and nobody has ever loved him the way that I have. Oh, oh that could be the wedding with the lemon bars. Wait, that could be Just the remember that, Quinn. So anyway, you know, it's, it's always exciting when I get to work because there's no wrong. I, I was actually given carte blanche by, uh, by Bill Bell and, and Ed Scott when the character was first created on Young and the Restless. I was told you can do no wrong. You can do no wrong. Just go ahead and, and go for it. So, so just putting my finger on one storyline would be really difficult, Cindy, because I've had so many really fun ones to, to play. I mean, I, I put bees on people. I knock people off of balconies, you know, accidentally, of course. And then, you know, I can't help it if, if Susan Flannery got to me and there were a few cat fights in the, in the jacuzzi and in the fountain. And, and there's always a good cat fight when Sheila's around. That's for sure. So, you know, it's so funny. You say Susan Flannery. And I think to me, one of my earliest childhood memories is Susan is Laura Horton on Days of Our Lives. Now I'm aging myself. Right. Yeah, so, but yeah, she was and, great. And working, yeah, and working with Ken Haynes, he's he was such a comedic genius, and he would just come come up with these things. I mean, it, it was very Dick Van Dyke like, and and that was just so much fun because we'd be in the middle of a very very serious scene, and he'd turn around to leave and walk into a wall, and you you're trying to keep a straight face. I mean, it's it, it was I've just been blessed to to work with some incredibly talented people. I mean, Tracy Bregman. I was just uh, going to say, my favorite storyline of yours was, of course, between Tracy and Peter Barton on Young and Restless. Oh, my God. That was classic. Yeah. yeah. And once again, nobody loved Peter the way that she would. Ah! All I'm saying. 
Just All saying. Right, so we're going to go to Allie next. Tell us your favorite. And I just got to say, Timberland doesn't look half bad in a corset. I, t- I keep on looking at an old episode. It, 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 things appear on my computer sometimes, Kimberlyn. And, and there you were in a corset and your legs are like as long as the Empire State Building. And I just went, oh my God. And you were, I, I think it was with John McCook or something. You were seducing somebody in this fabulous blue corset with those long legs of yours. And I'm just like, but don't forget, I'm a, I'm a pit bull for, for Eric Forrester. So watch out. <laughs> when you come back, if you ever try to get him you know now that Quinn's doing whatever she's doing I don't know what she's doing but I'll, I'll come after you for sure she's sleeping with Carter so that's oh, so is that already on the air I, I don't know what's yes. on the air yeah, yes, on yes. there. yeah so she's gone my guess is I, I don't know well, I always we'll think ultimately. Well, I'd, I'd love to come back and, and, and show her a thing or two. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> you know what, or, or you could take Carter and Eric. <laughs> and then Betty White shows up. Your mother. Oh, right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Working with her. That was really spectacular. That's, I mean, probably that was probably my favorite episode because I, I like Kimberlyn and, and Tracy. Working with Susan Flannery. Just, you know, shoot me now. How That's why I wanted to stay on the show. I was just supposed to do 10 episodes. But we developed this bizarre relationship where we really were like six-year-olds. We screamed at each other like six-year-olds. And she's such a great actor. She's just so much fun because you just don't know what's going to happen. And I love that kind of work. Even though it's written, you know, you can change it up. and 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 then when Betty came on, you know, like, and stayed on with us. And then when she died, I think that was my favorite episode, that whole run of Betty not wanting to go to the hospital. Because I understand that, that people don't want to go to homes or hospitals. They they want the dignity of staying at home, you know? And I think that's, a, you know, so I love that story. And we promised her, but but then I couldn't do it because I was so terrified. Well, and you never know crazy. because in soap opera land, she'll come back. Is, how, how old is Betty? I think 98, 99. She doesn't age. It doesn't matter. She was a very close friend of my husband's because they did all those game shows together. Remember back in the day, right. you know, Password and Everybody remembers your husband on all the game shows. And you talk about but, Susan, you know, Susan Flannery, I think, is the only actress that has won two Best uh, Actress Emmys, one for Days of Our Lives and then all of them for Bold and Beautiful. So it's so, such a credit you all just mentioned Susan. So mm-hmm. going around again, who was the best kisser on the show that you had to kiss? Tracy, I only kissed one. I only kissed one person. I told you, Kristen's just like pretty vague, I guess. No wonder they're not writing me in. Come on, Tr- Kristen. I-, I always thought Kristen should have an affair because her husband had, you know, AIDS and they were unable to do anything. So I was like, come on, maybe she would, you know, stray a little. But no, um, but it was yeah. London worth, worth it rather than a lot of bad ones. You, you know, they yes. quality versus quantity. They did. And I, yeah, Paula was my only kiss on the show. And quite honestly, we were never even able to kiss passionately because when that storyline came out, they haven't advanced as much as they have now with um, AIDS therapy, where, you know, it was still very contagious for, you know, swapping saliva and those kind of things. So we didn't have a whole lot of romance going, which my husband was perfectly fine with. <laughs> Kimberlyn, 
You've certainly had John, your share of men for both shows. So John, John McCook for sure. <laughs> That's my father. Would you stop with all this? I'm rushing. And what got, does what does his got wife Lorette Spang say? <laughs> yeah, no, John John has the softest lips. Uh, he uh. truly does. Yeah. <laughs> now, wonder why you both are going to fight him. Just kind of, just kind of melt in them. It's like it, it's nice. And of course, we go to you, Allie. Well, uh, being a virgin, um, the only person that I slept with on the show was Patrick Duffy, and that were that wasn't bad. <laughs> I know not too bad for I mean the Pam gets Patrick Duffy. I mean I know it was a comedy scene. And the weird thing is I didn't know it was a comedy scene when I read it. I just cuz I was so in love with him as a character that I took I thought it was going to be a beautiful little love scene and the crew was like falling over laughing. And I was like and Jennifer Howard was stretching and she goes, "Honey, this is a comic scene." I went, "Why?" They always said on Dallas they had the best pranks between him and Larry Hagman. So but again it was you know he's a real I've known him for years and years and years. Yeah. Like I think since I was twenty seven and he's he's a very funny guy. He's hilarious. Patrick he is. He's amazing. I, I, I do a lot of golf tournaments with him. We have a lot of friends and mutual friends back in, in the Carolinas and he's wonderful. He's he's an incredible man. Yes. So we talked about all the, the exciting, fun stuff. Tracy, what was the one thing if you had to do over on the show and go back, what, would, what scene or what storyline would you like to change? I, I guess we know the answer. You'd like to kiss someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I Maybe like, try the dirty oh, <laughs> Tracy. Sean Kanan, you know, I mean, come on. It's, I mean, I was related to so many people on the show. It made it hard, but then there was, you know, Bill or, yeah, there were some things there that I saw. I saw some opportunities for myself, but the writers didn't see those. Um, but thing I would change, um, as far as storyline stuff, you mean? Whatever you think you, you, if you would had it, you know, let's say Bill Bell calls you up. You know, what would be the one thing you wanted to change? Or if I, wish when, I wish when they brought Zenday back, when Rome came back to play Zenday, I wish they would have had, you know, he had all this storyline with Nicole and about, you know, her being a surrogate and all of those things about, you know, when, when you're not the biological parent. I thought there was so much story there for Kristen to talk about how, like, even though Zende was not my biological child, the bond was, you know, formed in that relationship and can be just as, you know, profound and sweet. And, you know, there were so many conversations there when he was going through that with um, with Nicole. I was like, why aren't they bringing his mom in to, you know, guide him through this? And, and I thought that was um, a missed opportunity to add some richness and dynamic to the story. Mm-hmm. Kimberlyn? Wait, it's hard. It's hard to say what it would change. It's it's been such a great character to play. But I guess you know the days when I was married to Massimo, um, I invested that <laughs> massive wealth into crypto and Tesla, and I come back so freaking wealthy that I am buying their companies right out from under them, and they wow. don't know it. I'm the money person they come to that they need now, but they've all been so bad to me in the past that. You know, I, I just, I might make life pretty miserable for everybody that 
ever that ever interfered with Sheila's happiness with with Eric Forrester. That's good. <laughs> oh, Allie, beware! And now you're up. <laughs> well, I mean, actually, nice me. <laughs> a, a big regret for me is that my storyline with Kimberlyn didn't go longer because I think that there was a tremendous potential of two. You know, can I use say the S bomb? But Esters. <laughs> You know, uh, you know, we were both pretty and, and I and I I just I felt a tremendous chemistry when we were out at that cafe, Kimberlyn. And I thought that the two of us could have gotten into some serious trouble. You oh, know? You're absolutely right. That, you know, that would have been so much fun. But it wasn't the right time. I, I can't remember what went went on and, and stuff like that. And then if I if I had ever been able to talk to Bill Bell, I would have loved to get to keep Pam more crazy than just funny as the years went on because it was 13 years and I, I, I way preferred the beginning years with Susan when I was, you know, I'm bipolar, but, you know, just sort of out of my mind. That was way more fun for me than just, you know, the comic part in the kitchen. But, yeah. you know, I'm not complaining. I just... Yeah, I think, I, think Brad, I think Bradley has done a, a really great job, though, of, of continuing in his dad's legacy. I really do. And storytelling has changed. It's gotten much faster where where Bill was always looking, you know, three or four or five years ahead. Uh, things had to change because of the, the emerging, you know, um, uh, reality TV show market and the talk shows, like you were saying. I think that that they thought that things had to move much faster to keep people, keep people there. But um, and the stories had to move faster, Kimberlyn, or what? After yeah, after reality TV started putting so many shows out of business, like you said, it was just too cost prohibitive, and, and to keep people engaged and tuning into those soaps, I think they started speeding up storylines to try and oh. hold. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, the show is number one around the world. It's amazing. All these years, I mean, you, you mentioned Kimberlyn, Australia. Uh, it's no secret. Uh, Greece, Italy. I'm sure the show has taken you on some wild adventures out of California. Where was the favorite place you all went to? We'll start, we'll go in reverse. We'll go to Allie first. Tell us. A, what do you mean? Fun. On location or? On location or maybe a fan festival. You've traveled a lot through the bold and the beautiful. Oh, well, I actually, I haven't traveled, you know, I haven't traveled out of the country for the bold and the beautiful. I personally haven't. Uh -huh. but, but, but one thing that's pretty funny is Italy was the only country that they didn't show the Wonder Years. So Orson and I went on our honeymoon there and it was like, there, you know, nobody had seen the Wonder Years. So, you, you know, there wasn't a fan thing going on until we went into the Sistine Chapel when a whole busload of Polish students started screaming and pointing in the Sistine Chapel. But Italy was always like this. And then John McCook goes, you can't go back to Italy. <laughs> he goes, because literally, I guess I, you guys have probably been, I never have, but you just get stopped like everywhere you go in Italy because it's so big, it's on every night there. So, but I, I actually haven't been um, on a on a international, uh, whatever you call it, junket with Bold and the Beautiful. I'm sure that Kimberlyn's been to, did you get to go to that um, thing? At, at, yeah, I can't think of the name of the lake in Switzerland. Uh, no. No. I no. That was just amazing. The 
last thing I did overseas for the show was in Bulgaria and I was asked to go um, and hand out an outstanding actor award to their, their international film festival. And it was wonderful. It was, it, the, it's amazing because here in the United States, we're, we're a daytime soap opera, but everywhere else in the world, we're a primetime show. So it's, it's, um, it's, it's nice to be in, in another country and, and, and see the impact that, that we've made over there, you know, while, while moms and, and people are cooking their dinner or watching us and getting ready for the night. It's, it's, it's really quite spectacular. I've been to Portugal. I've been to Spain. Um, not so much in Portugal, but a lot in Spain. I haven't been back to Italy, quite honestly, in years since, since uh, I've been on the show. I was down there for a game show years ago with Rick Herps, and, and we, had a, we had a wonderful time. Absolutely wonderful time as well. But uh, I'd love to go down to Australia. I'd love to get back to Italy. I'd, I'd love to go and experience some of that now. Tracy. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like Allie. I haven't gone anywhere, but I was supposed to. Um, you know, I came in the show to, um, in 2001 and there was a trip planned. I was so excited, um, but unfortunately 9-11 happened and it got canceled. Oh, wow. So they owe me a trip. I've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tracy, why don't you also want General Hospital for a while? Or Not General Hospital, but like one, one life, life to live. To live. Mm-hmm. But I think you was. Why aren't you supposed to maybe be on General Hospital at one point? I think I, I should that. be on General Hospital. Is what you're thinking? Um, <laughs> I, I thought she was. Did, I thought maybe you auditioned for Nina or something like that. I had read. I have auditioned for General Hospital. Yeah. Um, but you but were on no, One Life to I, Live. I was on One Life to Live, and then I did Sunset Beach. Um, was my first soap. Um, so I did that and then build the beautiful. And then when they took me off contract, I went and did one life to live for a little bit and came back. Yeah. I have one more international story that I forgot. We used okay. Earth and I would love to go to this Island called Antigua and because people are so poor, the only show that they get is weather and the bold and the beautiful. Cause I think it's, it's probably not legal that it comes in anyway. So when we, I would get all of these flowers on my doorstep and this and that. And so I asked Eva to send me a million hats, bold and beautiful hats. And I gave them to all the people that worked at the the place we were staying and they, they would have their bold and beautiful hats and they go, pat me. So we're leaving the country and the customs officer goes, oh no, oh no. No, you cannot, you cannot go. No pami on our island like that. <laughs> and then she brought out, and her daughter was the cook at our restaurant, and she put on her hat. That's adorable. Uh, Antigua is amazing. I actually went there on a runaway with the rich and the famous before Gary and I were even married. And uh, it's such a popular show in Antigua that the wives... Uh, the wives were so busy watching the show at dinner time that the go- local government there banned Bold and the Beautiful for, I guess, like a month right before I had gotten there. And the wives went on strike. Oh, <laughs> great. Wow. They went on strike and they got their show back. <laughs> that oh, wow. is awesome. Yeah, it is. That is so I think funny. we could do this. Girls, this has been so much fun. This is great. I want to close with each of you telling us, first of all, where we can find you now, where the fans, you are still so popular. You're still bold and beautiful. I have to say, Allie, your hair, it's 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 amazing. amazing. 
I mean, really? Yeah. Yes. I feel like I feel like Mad Woman of Shio. It's not too crazy. She no. no. It's young. And Sheila, uh, I don't know if, if you're coming back. I mean, I don't know the the very blonde hair here. I don't know if that's a Sheila Carter character. Everybody should strike and say she has to come back. She has oh, to come back. You all I'll have strike. to come back. Wait, you know what? I think Tracy has to come back and really have sex I'll with strike. somebody on his show for once. Yes. <laughs> Are we allowed to Come say that? Come on. <laughs> I mean, Zenday's Carter away from Rena. <laughs> oh, there, there is that. <laughs> so anyway, Tracy, tell us where we could find you, the documentary. You're going to, of course, come back and promote it when it's out. Tell us where we can find you. So on Instagram, I'm Tracy underscore milk here, which nobody knows how to spell my last name. Um, so I'll spell it real quick. It's M-E-L-C-H-I-O-R. Um, <clears throat> Tracy Lindsay Milk here on Facebook and Twitter. I'm not on very much because it's very negative, but I do have a Twitter also Tracy Milk here as well. Um, and then there is a Facebook page for the documentary called Monochrome Documentary. Um, and I guess that would be the best places to track me down. And Kimberlyn? I'm actually most active on Instagram, and that's Kimberlyn underscore Brown. Um, I do have a Facebook. I have got two, actually. One is for Sheila, and then one is for Kimberlyn Brown. And then I am on Twitter as well. They're all very easy to search. Uh, they come up immediately. I'm working on a website right now. And once I get that up and running, I'll give you the information that you can share with your your followers, Cindy, because It'll be uh, just a, an incredible well, we information. Yeah, it'll and be we a great want all <laughs> products coming out. Yeah, exactly. Humankind and Lavinia Capital Partners. It's going to be great. And Allie, well, of uh, course, you have to you have to have lemon bar recipes up. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> That's a secret. I made lemon bars once for the crew, but they weren't as good as the ones that we get from the prop department. I won't lie, but I really did my best for Christmas. I actually don't have any social media. I just got an iPhone. I was looking on it to find the name of the movie because I think it's called Finding Charlene, but I don't, I don't, it's something so Charlene. So we'll share everything with, uh, through Cindy's Corners. But I don't have Twitter. Um, just uh, if anyone lives in Venice, you better vote for me for the Venice Neighborhood Council. Well, I'm gonna, now. Next time I see you, though, we're going to set up an Instagram account for you, Ellie, where you can post pictures oh. and stuff. You have to. You have Especially to. Especially since I, you're running. I, you need one for yeah. uh, if you, But don't, don't people then follow you and want you to respond? I can't do no, that. You know what? We'll you talk have to I'm going to call you up posting. afterwards. We'll set something up All for right. you. I'll, I'll, I'll right. have my I set one up you. when the Wonder Years had a reunion for one day and there was like, it was so like overwhelming. Somebody did it with me from, from ABC. Right. But it's like the thought of being, I, texting is enough for Besides me to go Besides being crazy. a radio show host and uh, my other titles, I don't know. I will set up the Alley Mills uh, for uh, city council Instagram. There you go. Yay. <laughs> Thank you for letting awesome. me be a part of this special of Still Bold and Beautiful. You girls are so special. Tracy, I think I owe you an apology. I probably mispronounced your name. Oh, that's okay. Everybody does. It's okay. It's like no cure. If it was okay, so if you Tracy spelled it phonetically, it would be C U R E, like cure. Like when I met my husband, I asked him, he's like, cure, like cure for loneliness. <laughs> oh, cheesy. Oh. Cheesy, I know. And, <laughs> but uh, it worked. It worked. <laughs> 
You know what's very nice about you girls? You all have a wonderful personal uh, story. We didn't even get into you all. Well, you were happily married. You are happily married. Tracy's happily married. You have children and grandchildren you're proud of. What I was asking before about Kimberly, and she had, I think, one or two marriages going on during COVID in her life. I mean, you people are such great actresses that your real lives are so different than what you Very play. Nice, though. And you really are exemplify great acting uh, and great leadership and admiration from all of us because you are great examples of hardworking people who are still bold and beautiful. Still taking Oh, thank I you. Are you looking to update your branding and your business? Double G Designs works remotely with all businesses to create logos for stationery, business cards, social media posts, banners and posters, and all your needs for brand development. Gina Gelato has years of experience offering affordable logos to manufacturers, brand ambassadors, and party planners. She can be reached through her Instagram account and through her website, www. GinaGelato.com. That is www.G-I-N-A-G-E-L-A-R-D-O.com. I use her for my business, and I can tell you I have gotten many compliments on my logo branding. That's Gina Gelato, double G, designs.com. Welcome back to Cindy Celebrity Corner. I am your host, Cindy Gross, and... In my personal corner today, I have a very special guest, a local hero. And this weekend, we celebrate a lot of local heroes. And it is very important for us to remember those who served for our liberties and our freedoms and those that keep serving in our armed forces. So with me today is Panina Paris-Popak, a trustee from Lawrence, New York, and the creator of the Cedarhurst Lawrence Memorial Day Parade. And she is an inspiration to people locally and internationally because she is a person who had an idea and made it into a successful, memorable experience, thanking hundreds for the work they've done and getting children, parents, and community members active and in a fun, festive way. Panina, Paris, welcome to the show. Hi, Cindy. Thank you so much for having me. So as I was telling people, two years ago, you actually started the parade, and it was a one-woman idea that you've made into a successful event with hundreds of participants. Tell us why you thought this was so important. Okay, so first of all, I just want to say I did not create the parade. Um, The parade's been around, uh, I think, for 102 years. It's the Lawrence Cedarhurst Fire Department uh, Memorial Day Parade. Um, I should also state that they are volunteers. Um, So there's uh, extra, extra respect for that. Um, I wanted to get involved because I'm very patriotic. I love America. I love our freedoms. I'm grateful for, for our life here. And I wanted to show gratitude to those that provided that for us and still provide for us today that, you know, the, the uh, fire department, the, the, uh, the, um, the police department, uh, the, the veterans 
and those that have fallen for our freedom. That's what Memorial Day Parade is all about, is giving thanks to those that have sacrificed their lives for us. Uh, so it was very important to me that that was done in a, in a, in a bigger way. They've had the parade for, like I said, 102 years. Um, uh, I wanted to get in there and just use some of the skills that I've been, I guess, blessed with or cursed with, either way you look at it. Um, I work hard. I, I want to create. I did create. I recreated. I reinvented it. Let's put it that way. I reinvented That's a better it. better way to say it the, because it was really, yeah. maybe it was being done, but you made it into a spectacular fun, memorable event that everybody wanted to participate in. And it was a great educational event because there were many people there that did not realize our little local community had so many veterans and ties to veterans and ties to law enforcement. And it's really an inspiration to every community to do because this show is heard internationally. What would be your one or or maybe two suggestions to somebody who would like to start a local parade or maybe enhance and modify it the way you did, you know, you did yours. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, reach well, reaching out to the local uh, businesses, organizations, and schools, that's like an automatic uh, direction to go. Also uh, music, music in the parade is really uh, special. So you'd want to reach out to uh, local school bands, um, even international sensations like we had uh, two years ago. We had God Elbaz. Um, we also this year are bringing in a mariachi band who's going to be singing patriotic songs. So that's going to be a nice, interesting flavor. So just trying to think outside the box a little brings more excitement, I think, to the to an event. Uh, another example is um, we're going to be having like let's say five, six high school students dressing up as Lady Liberty, uh, you know, in, in a, in a walking float. So just interesting things to look at that are patriotic and make a, make a difference. Also, what's great is that you have incorporated public school students, private school students, small businesses, large businesses, uh, people from all political backgrounds, from all religious backgrounds, it's a great unifier. And one thing about Cindy's Celebrity Corner, we like to encourage people to have a common ground and have fun together and engage in culture, not cancel it. So yes. <laughs> a, a very big salute out to Panina, Paris Popak, Thank you. in Lawrence, New York. And it's the, su- I'm sorry? It's Sunday. Just make sure that people know that it's Sunday, not Monday This in our, in our community. Okay. In our, in our community, it's on Sunday morning. And I 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock. And, mm-hmm. and in other areas, they're actually all weekend. You should be looking at the schedule where it is. And for our local one, I will be sharing it, of course, on the social media. I'm honored. You have asked me to be a part of one of the main uh, floats or cars, whatever is uh, going on. P- Panina Paris Popak, thank you so much for joining Cindy's Celebrity Corner. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being a hero. How many times have you asked yourself, where can I find the perfect white wine or a perfect rosé? Look no further than the Royal Wines Corporation, international distributors of kosher wines, and you don't have to be Jewish to enjoy them. Royal Wines is a distributor of the worldwide bestseller Bartonova Moscato and with nine generations of winemaking under their belt, 
the Herzog family presents Lineage, a line of high-quality wines grown under the sunshine of California. From Paso Robles to Clarksburg to the Lake County, the Herzog Lineage wines carry the uncompromising standards that are the pride of the Herzog family. From semi-dry rosé to crisp Sauvignon Blanc, from delicate Pinot Noir to the elegant Cabernet Sauvignon, Herzog Lineage wines are the benchmark of quality kosher California wine. On the Royal Wines website, there is a wine in every price range. You can find out more on the wines by going to their website, www.royalwines.com. That's www.royalwines.com. Welcome back to Cindy's Celebrity Corner. I am your host, Cindy Gross. And just like that, the hour flew by. I promised you great guest, great conversation, and lots of information to think about. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please let me know what you think. You can reach out to me through my website, Cindy's Corners, and email me through there. Or you can reach me and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Never miss an episode. Download it on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Podbean, Jewish Podcast, and you can also listen to us through the Talkline Radio Networks. Thank you for joining Cindy Celebrity Corner, where all our angles and points meet and where you don't have to be Jewish to enjoy the Celebrity Corner. Thank you and have a good night.